So what happened last Sunday? What did we celebrate last Sunday? What was last Sunday? Easter, right? That's when Jesus comes back from the dead. Yeah, that was awesome. Okay. And um, there's just one, a couple of questions I had. There's um, one thing we don't hear about as much about Easter is that after Easter, Jesus appears to some of his friends a few times, right? And those are some of the stories that we looked at today. Um, I'm wondering, the first time that Jesus showed up to his friends, uh, what were they doing? Do you remember what they were doing? Were they making pancakes or doing the Macarena? Or were they hidden with the doors locked or were they marching through the streets? What were they doing? Yeah, yeah Lucas. See, they were hiding with the doors locked. Do you know why? They were afraid. They were scared. They were scared that the very the same people who had killed Jesus were going to come for them next. And the last thing they expected was to see Jesus, right? What a surprise. I mean, it's a surprise to everybody that Jesus came back and showed up. And, and one of the first things he said to them was, peace. Peace be to you. Relax, guys. Don't worry. Don't be scared. It's me, right? And... He said, my peace be with you. And then he ate with the disciples and he showed them the wounds in his hands and in his side just so they knew who he was. And he also reminded his friends that everything he had done on earth was part of God's plan to rescue his people because he was the Messiah who was sent to suffer and die for us and then come back to life. But Jesus had made that this story was just at the beginning And then he did something really unusual. He breathed on them. I don't think he had bad breath. But he went like that and said, receive the Holy Spirit. My spirit is with you. The the power and life in me is now with you. Which is really cool. We'll get to that a little while later. But there was one guy who wasn't there that first time. One of the disciples missed out. And what was his name? Was it Maximus or Barnabas or Thomas or Frodo? Yeah. Who was it? Emily? Do you know? Thomas! Right. And do you know what? Before you go to lunch today, here's, here's a freebie. There's a picture of Thomas way back in that back corner window back there. But now that I've distracted you, look back at me. But you could look back at that. It's kind of cool, eh? Before PowerPoint and Media Shout was invented, we were a cutting-edge church, okay? There's a picture of Thomas over there, and you can check it out later. Okay, so Thomas, he needed proof, right? He was kind of hardcore. He was a very skeptical guy. Um, he thought it sounded too good to be true that Jesus could be alive. He says, if I don't see the holes in his hands and the holes in his side, I don't believe this. And uh, But a week later, Jesus appeared to again. And this time, Thomas got to see him with his own eyes. And he realized that it was true that Jesus was alive. So Jesus continued to show up for his friends for more than a month. And he taught them about God's ways. And he even gave Peter another fishing lesson. 
Um, and the same day that he gave Peter that fishing lesson, he shared another meal with one of his disciples. And let's see. He had this, he had this meal, and I'm wondering where he had this meal with his friends. Was it a luau? Was it breakfast on the beach? Or a picnic on the hill? Or maybe it was Taco Tuesday. Where was this meal that Jesus had? Guys. No, there was another picnic in the hill, but that's a different story. Yeah. Yes, that's right. A breakfast on the beach. The guys have been out fishing all night. I hadn't caught anything. Jesus shows them where to catch the fish, and they have a shore lunch. You know what a shore lunch is, right? When you're out fishing and you cook your fish on the shore, and they had, well, it was a shore breakfast. And at that shore breakfast, um, Peter and the guys climb the Mount of Olives to see Jesus again. They're all eating together. And as they're gathered around him, they ask a really important question. One more important question. Okay, Jesus, are you going to take over and become Israel's king? Or B, why is the sky blue? Or C, did you bring any snacks? Or D, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? What was the question that, yeah, Lucas? A! You guys have been scoring all the answers really well. Are you going to take over and become Israel's king? Do you know why? All of Jesus' friends, the disciples said, all right, now we're going to kick out the bad guys. Jesus is back from the dead. Woo, awesome. Now we're going to kick out the bad guys and put things right the way they should be. And it didn't quite happen that way, did it? Because Jesus' kingdom is upside down. Can you guys go upside down? No, don't go upside down. You might hurt yourselves. But you know what it's like to go upside down? Everything looks different, right? Two weeks ago, when you guys were in Kid Zone, we talked here, I talked with the big people about the upside down kingdom. How Jesus thinks, in Jesus' kingdom, all the people who you would think to be important aren't really as important. And all the people you think would be lost are important. He puts everything upside down. Instead of showing off and strutting around and pretending that I'm the most important, we're the most important people here, Jesus says, no, put others first, right? That's what his kingdom's all about, the upside-down kingdom. So that's what we've been talking about today. That's what humility is, putting other people first, right? So... I'm just going to skip that one. It was a good one. I'm going to ask you a question. What else happened? What, what day did Easter happen? What day of the week did Easter happen? Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday. But what day of the week? Yes. Sunday. Thank you. Easter happened on a Sunday. The first day of the week. Now, in the Bible, what else happened on the first day of the week? Adults can join in too. What else happened on the first day of the week? Sorry? Creation. Yeah. Now listen, all you people who are taller than three feet, there's a profound theological significance to this. 
Easter happened the first day of the week. It was a new creation. And the first creation also began on the first day of the week. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he started that process, it says, on the first day. And as we know, the first creation got messed up by man's rebellion and sin. And a beautiful planet and a beautiful world got tainted and messed up by our selfishness and our wanting to do things our own way. So, God had to put things right, right? By becoming one of us, dying for us, and, everybody look at that picture, coming back from the dead. And that was the beginning of making everything new. So, why do we even worship? We gather here for our services on Sunday because... As soon as Jesus came back from the dead, people started gathering the first day of the week and worshiping on Sundays. That's what the earliest Christians did. And they stopped, They didn't meet on Saturdays where the, the traditional Jewish gathering was. But uh, they started meeting on Sunday. And it goes back to that ancient story of creation that we talked about in Genesis chapter 1. The first day of creation was a Sunday. Jesus is raised to life on a Sunday because the resurrection is the start of the new creation. And Easter is the beginning of God making all things new in Jesus. And as the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus' resurrection is one of the first fruits of God's redemption, the start of something that's going to be new that goes way beyond just us and an empty tomb in Jerusalem. So we worship today not just to acknowledge the reality of the resurrection and not just to celebrate the fact that anyone who follows Jesus will live forever, but the fact that Jesus is beginning. He's called us to be a people of the new creation, and he's called us to help make creation new, to renew every atom of the cosmos. So like that first story in Genesis, God's recreation started on Easter, And one of the values of this upside-down kingdom is that we put other people first. Okay? We put other people first. I'll give you an example of how this could look like today. Anyone follow the news and follow what happened on a United Airlines flight a few days ago, recently? Dr. David Dow, what happens that the flight was, the airplane was absolutely full. Okay? And then the airline said, oh, we need four people to uh, leave the airplane. We need your seats. They didn't exactly say why. We found out later was they wanted to put four United Airlines employees on the flight. But, and they just randomly picked four people. One of the people was Dr. David Dow. And he says, I can't go. I can't miss this flight. I've got patients. I've got family. I can't. And they called the police and literally dragged him off the plane. And he had a, got a concussion and a couple of broken teeth, and now the lawyers are involved. So it doesn't look very good. We only found out about it because lots of people there were there with their camera phones and taking cameras, and it went viral immediately. But I was thinking it was interesting that if someone who was following Jesus was on that plane, I wonder if they would cross that mind 
Well, let's see. What would Jesus do in this situation? Would he stand here and take a picture with the phone? Or maybe he'd say, I'll take that guy's place. I'll take that guy's place. Right? That's an example. It's just an example of what Jesus did for us at Easter, right? On Good Friday, he he took our place and died for us. So I wonder, I'm not sure if anybody thought of that, but that's an example for the grown-ups here of what humility looks like. The, The kids here are learning about what it means to put other people first, and that's good. The adults can always use a little refresher. Uh, So I'm just wondering if this story had gone viral, if someone had said, don't drag that poor guy down the aisle, you can have my spot. I don't know. God is making all things new. He's making a new creation, remaking creation. That's what he started with at Easter. And as Easter people, we are Easter people, God has breathed his spirit on us and given us new life. And that's where we get the power, the energy, the courage to put other people first. It wouldn't be fair to just tell the kids, you got to love other people without anything from within, without any power from within to do that. Kids, if I had a lamp here and I didn't have it plugged in, okay? Imagine I have a lamp, okay? And I turn the switch, and it's not working, what would you do? What would you do with the cord? Isaac, you're brilliant. You're going to be an engineer some way. Plug it in, right. Ah, what was I thinking? Plug it in, of course. So many Christians are trying to follow Jesus and running out of gas, and they're not, nothing's really happening. There's no power in their life because... We're not asking Jesus to fill us with himself, right? And that's how we love other people. That's how we put each other, put other people first. That's part of his new creation. And that's what Jesus wants us to remember today. All right. This is how we're going to sum up. This is our big takeaway. And I'm going to ask you guys to repeat it. And then uh, I'm going to ask Pastor Justina to come up and close the service. Let's read this together. I can put others first by doing what Jesus said. All right.